In this episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast, I share my story of a really odd auto accident I was involved with. Bill shares tips on reading body language that you have to listen to, and it's share a problem with a friend day on the podcast where Bill and I each share our own struggles with each other and get great advice. What was that? We're right. Welcome to the Advanced Selling Podcast, the longest running sales training podcast with the greatest soundboard in the history of podcasting. <laughs> on. We are here, created exclusively for sales pros to help you create your own sales success. My name is Brian Neal. I'm Bill Kasky. We are hosts for this episode and all the episodes. Uh, we okay? Yeah, right we're the fine. audio. Yeah, Everything's yeah. You're good. Hearing yeah, just, yeah, it was okay. just a little. It was something. Just some ghosts. <laughs> to give you a little... some ear ghosts. Yeah, things in there. So, uh, <sighs> uh, hey, welcome all of you fans and friends and odds and ends and you, Jim's and Sal's are my best pals. You know what that's from? That's from Greece. No. Anyway, uh, the Advanced Selling Podcast, Bill and Brian, the two of us, are on the road. We're booking now. We're getting booked up, too. So if you're not mm-hmm. uh, already on the list, get on the list. Send us an email to listener at com. Put in the subject line, come see us, and we'll come talk to you about doing a, a day-long event, a keynote speech, a sales meeting, a sales retreat, national sales meeting, trade show, whatever it is. We'd love to come visit, and we promise you that it will be a wonderful experience for both of us. Mm-hmm. We have fun, and you'll have fun. Uh, so just send us an email, listeneradvancedsellingpodcast.com. Put come see us in the subject line, and we'll get you started on the details on how to make that happen. Mm-hmm. I had an interesting little thing happen to me I did over too. the weekend. You first. Quickly, I was uh, sitting on a very busy street in our hometown here of Indianapolis, Indiana, called Keystone Avenue, just north of Kessler Boulevard. Mm-hmm. And the traffic's very thick there, comes to a stop rather quickly. So the traffic kind of came to a stop rather quickly, and I stopped, and the guy behind me did not, oh, and smashed into the back no. of my car. A lot of damage on his car, medium damage on mine, yeah. must my bumper up. So we get out of the car, no one's hurt call the uh, dispatch because it's not really emergency because no one hurts. So I call the actual phone number and I'm talking to her and she said, anyone hurt? No, blah, blah, blah. And I said, is it okay if we move our cars out of it because it's a real busy street? And she said, yeah, go ahead. All of a sudden I hear a motorcycle rear ends a car in the middle lane right by our car. And I go, oh my God, there's another wreck. And it's a motorcycle. Injury. Right. Yeah. And so I ran, she's like, are they hurt? Are they hurt? I said, oh, no, they're not. They, they just, they smacked into the back of the car. And then the person that they ran into was an undercover police detective how oh crazy is gosh. that so isn't that nuts crazy wow. on a beautiful sunday afternoon all this hubbub is going yeah on. So, really usually not um, much traffic there no so anyway oh. that was uh, kind of an interesting sunday afternoon i felt really bad the guy who hit me was a delivery driver a food delivery driver and the young guy's making his living driving oh, and i just yeah. felt so bad for him i almost i almost paid him because yeah, it's, it's stuck. But that that happens. That he, happens. Was, he was really nice, and I was really nice. And so, anywho, so be mm. careful, pay attention, drivers. Don't tailgate. All those things. Well, I had some emotional damage. You had some oh, physical gosh. damage. I had some emotional damage. Yeah. I was um, at an event. Yes. And I met this person. Okay. I'm trying to Keep be it. careful I got here because it. this person. person might be a listener. I don't think they a are. Person, <clears throat> um, male or female, got could it. be either. Yep. And uh, this person was talking to me, and I had just met them because somebody said, "Hey, you need to meet. You need to go over there and meet uh, them." This person, yeah, them. And uh, so I did. And this person talked and talked oh, no. and talked and talked and talked. And I, as you know, sometimes you just need to get away. Yeah, and escape. I thought, well, one way to do it is to just you know do a little looking at the watch yeah. and a little yeah. looking. Looking gotta, over there, yeah. pretending like yeah, somebody's gotta, gotta asking get over here. for me. Yeah, but I couldn't. I mean, this person 
just story after story and rabbit trail after rabbit trail. And, and finally, I'm just like literally looking at my watch like this. And, <laughs> and finally, I said, well, tell, t- you know, okay, so uh, so what do you do? She goes, well, I'm, oh. I'm an expert in body language, oh. reading body language. And I'm like, oh, well, no. A, if you would have been an expert in that, you would have seen... <laughs> You would have seen lots of stuff to work See, with. See, I just heard the same screeching that I heard in the car accident <laughs> yeah, that's right. with this conversation. Like, and and then I, thought about, I, I swear I must have looked away wow. 20 times. Just wow. To, wow. So, so this wow. person, probably not very good at the body language Probably thing. not their thing. Unless they were just doing a social experiment. <laughs> yeah, like, let's see how been, many yeah. times I could can force this guy <laughs> to make. And yeah, their camera is on you. And like, watch me make this guy do body I'll language that he doesn't want to talk show. to me anymore. Isn't oh, that crazy? It's so interesting, isn't it? Such human human beings are just anyway. interesting. So, okay. hey Brian, you know going to the post office is old school, don't you? Very old school. Yeah, you used to be old school. I, I was such a hassle making trips. That's why over six hundred thousand small businesses already using stamps.com to get postage right from their desks whenever they need it, twenty four seven. Stamps.com turns your computer and printer into a virtual post office. You can buy and print official postage for any letter or package. Stamps.com is the better way. To do your mailing and shipping, it's easy to use and extremely convenient. Let you focus your time where you want on growing your business instead of on time-consuming trips to the post office. No wonder, two point six billion dollars, two point six billion in postage was printed just last year using Stamps.com. We use Stamps.com here at the Advanced Selling Podcast. If you'll sign up for Stamps.com right now and use our promo code, Advanced Selling, you'll get this special offer: a a four-week trial. And B, a $110 bonus offer, including the postage and a digital scale. Don't wait. Go to stamps.com before you do anything else. Click on the microphone, top of the homepage, type in, of course, advanced selling. Stamps.com, enter advanced selling. Beautiful. It's a share a problem with a friend day here at the oh, Advanced yeah. Selling Podcast, isn't it? It's a holiday. That's a popular holiday. So, so Bill and I, uh, are we, we in our own business are, don't have all the answers. Right. Sometimes no. we get stumped or have an issue or problem. And I had one of those and Bill said you have something similar to that. So what we're going to do is we're going to share our problems. This is like when the, when the coach or the trainer gets stumped. What do you do? So I'll share with you a little bit about mine. I'd love to hear your take on that. And then you do the same. Is that okay? I, I look at these uh, st- st- as stumpology. Stump- this is stumpology <laughs> because there is value in getting stumped because it there forces is. you and I to create there absolutely is. a different angle to find the answer. And so we, I love to be... I love to get a question and say, you know what? I have no idea how to do that. That's a a great point. And I think if you look at anything, so if you study science or physics or anything, that's where the, that's where the idea comes from. It comes in the stumped. uh, My my guru, Wayne Dyer said that the, uh, the cure for any disease is within the disease itself. The cure for the disease is within the disease. Think of how we, how we, the, the, um, uh, flu vaccine, is dead flu virus. Mm-hmm. The cure for mm-hmm. the disease is in the disease. So, good. I like that. So yeah. that's the, kind of the setup here. So um, what I want to know, and I'll, I'll keep it fairly generic here, um, and, and uh, I've got a client who sells to doctors, and they specifically sell to surgeons. That's one of their uh, buying constituents groups. And surgeons, and I'll stereotype here a bit, surgeons are really smart. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a lot of control over people's lives. Their craft is, they have to be perfect at their craft, Right. And there's a craft element to it. So there's a um, both a mechanical, there's a medical, and there's a mechanical. So there's a movement, there's an art to surgery. And my group sells things to um, that the surgeon uses in the surgery. Like like think of it like a paintbrush for mm-hmm. an artist, mm-hmm. right? And where they my client gets stuck sometimes is the surgeons say, 
this is how I do things. It's like going to an artist that does um, watercolor and saying, I think you should work on impressionist Mm -hmm. oil. And he's like, no, no, I do watercolor. That's not, I don't do oil, right? And they're asking me for advice on how do they, like the question they pose to me is how do we help doctors uh, who are stuck in their old ways see a different way out? It's a great question. And man, there's part of me, I just go, I don't know. You know, Mm -hmm. because I try to put myself in the surgeon's position and think how I might be if I were in that mode. And the idea of doing something different is all sorts of things, right? Mm-hmm. It's scary. Right. It hits at my ego. It's um, patient too much care. at stake. It's, it's all care. sorts of things. And so I'd love to get your take on what you think about that, the the process and the question. And when you do get stumped with something like this. and Because part of me wants to give up on it and say, well, that's kind of yeah. the nature of the thing. Let's try a different way. Let's work around it. And then I don't want to be like, well, that's that's like the easy way out. Let's mm-hmm. try harder. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So the essence of the question is how does one influence another person's thinking around a topic? You got it. That's, that's it. That's really the that, 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 That's very, very grounded with a whole lot and with a lot of good reason. Right. 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 I mean, if you're doing surgery. So they're, it's not like these these folks are idiots. I mean, they're, they're no. grounded in this philosophy because it works and it saves lives absolutely. and they become comfortable with it. Yes, absolutely. There's yeah. just a lot at stake there. It's not like, you know, it's not like if you're, if you're, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're trying out uh, different brands of uh, paint for the yeah. wall. If you try yeah. it out and it doesn't work, you, you just, just paint over it, right? Yeah. yeah. But if you screw up, you know, a lung transplant, there we got bigger issues, right? Mm-hmm. So. Okay, next. <laughs> yeah, I think the, yeah. So the question is, that's the way I like to think about it, is what, what's the essence, what's the essential issue here? And the essential yeah. issue is how does one influence another person to change their thinking? Right. And to maybe even, along with that, admit that they don't have, admit that their way is only one of several ways. Exactly, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Given the set of circumstances. Yeah. Well, I have this a little bit with a client who is selling technology to the medical profession Ah. where they are very reluctant. And it's not the same because it's not life and death like this is, but it's still, I've been doing this for 20 years in a certain way. Why would I create upheaval in my practice uh, to to bring in a new technology and and the training and the time and all that? And so what what we've been working with them a little bit on, I don't know if it'd work here because it's slightly different, but this idea of, well, let's, let's accept the fact that this surgeon may not want to change and let's become useful educators to this surgeon. Okay, and let's, good, I like it. Let's think about uh, acknowledging the fact that, that this is what I'm about to talk to you about may have no interest at all, but I'm obligated as your, as a, you know, and serving you as a, as a potential customer or customer to at least make you aware of these things, not to try to convince you to change. I almost feel like when they ask you that yes. they're wanting some, they're yes. wanting something from yes. you, which Magic. is a, a question Magic. or a statement. Yeah, yeah. yeah exactly. I, I love this. I, okay. So what you just said, I'm going to use this on a training call in about a half an hour is obligated education. Mm-hmm. I have an obligation for what I do for a living to educate you. And to share yeah. information with you of not to sell wise. you, not, not not to get you not to, to change. talk you into yeah. a different way yeah. to do it, not to not to say that would the way you've been doing it is wrong, not to say that the things that you're concerned about with using my technology aren't valid because they are. Yeah, um, just get all that stuff educate. on the table. Right, right, exactly. Yeah, I, I love I love the obligation to educate because what you're looking for, I think, is an open. And me with my client, I'm looking for uh, them to create an openness, yes. and an openness yeah. to discuss. 
because when that customer's closed, ain't nothing happening. There's no. just there's no, and, no, and they're not growing. Either. And and I think the old way that we've always done the way to pry openness is to hammer people with yeah. reasons why you should, right? Not create good space or leading questions. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. oh god, don't get me started. Uh, we talked about this yesterday. We, we the, the logic trap. Bill, Bill, would you agree that that <laughs> you know? Like yes, I would agree. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree that I'm the most amazing Wouldn't you agree? thing? And, that's and don't ever you think that 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 making more money as your practice is a good thing to do for yeah. your practice? Don't you agree yeah. with that? Yeah. Like, or or what you're yeah. saying is you want to make more money and you want me to help you. That's right. Is that right. What is that what you're saying? Yeah, because that's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> I am a money making machine for practices. That's what I do. I know you went to med school for forty years, but I, I a, make money for practices. I got, that's what I, got I do. Another story. <laughs> okay. I can't tell you for a different day. I can't tell you. Okay. So I like enough, it. I, I love it. Yep. Created space, obligation to educate. I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, I like that too because I can use that for a couple of clients with technology as yeah. resistance. Okay, here's mine. Okay. I've got a client who uh, is, uh, let's see, who is who's trying to uh, sell this thing and they're struggling with it. And this thing, it doesn't matter what the thing is. The, the reason they're struggling with it though is they cannot put the value of this thing into words without making it all about them mm. so or about the the equipment so in other words they'll go into a, a customer and i i said to them yesterday i said well what do you say when you go in and you want to broach the subject of selling this this thing what do you say well we talk about how good the thing is right. basically right 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 so well well that but that's through your eyes that that's not through the customer's eyes and we went and we went and for probably 15 20 minutes we we struggled a little bit, and I know it was partly me. I, I'm, I'm fully aware that maybe I was doing something wrong, but a few of the folks in the room understood it and latched onto it and really liked it. But how do you, how do you get someone to see that if we frame our value the way a customer would frame it, we have a whole lot better chance of, yeah. of getting some agreement versus framing everything through our eyes? Love it. Do you understand? I mean, I do. Is that yes. uh, yeah, understandable? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm kind of writing down my answer, my response to this, because th that's the and that's the problem. And product companies are notorious for this. So whether you sell technology, medical equipment, yes, devices, they machinery, they're notorious it's for this because about their marketing group, yeah. tell them about this, tell them about that. Well, we'll compare theirs to ours. Well, look, ours has this efficacy and that boom, boom, and they do all this hammering. All of the material, all of the marketing support, all of the brochures all tout the things yeah. about the product and why yeah. it's better. And customers got don't think that way. Shout and tout. Shout and tout, I right? Tout it tell it on shouting. So I wrote down the, um, let's write a customer biography. So what would a customer who has bought this equipment, if they were writing their biography around this, per, this section, if this mm -hmm. was the chapter this in their biography, yeah. let me tell you what happened when my, this part of my business changed. And you write it from a biographical standpoint, mm -hmm. from the from the, their eyes, their so eyes. Literally, so write it I, out. Write it out. Yeah. What? So take your best customer, and then have the, your salespeople mm -hmm. write in the eyes of the the bio, like an auto. There's, there's an the autobiography and a biography, yep. right? It's through the through the buyer's eyes. Yeah. So what I would say, and you could frame it up too to say, um, you know, my um, uh, my practice at this point in time. So in in, in December of uh, 2014. My practice was doing this, and here's how I felt, and da 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 da, da. Mm -hmm. And I was introduced to someone named Bill mm -hmm. who broached the subject of this thing. And at first, I felt that skeptical. 
and I didn't know, and I was very resistant to change. I went away and I sat and I thought about it a little bit, and I decided that I wanted to change, and, and boom, and did it. So I did, I brought it in and I tried it out, and at first it didn't go smooth, but then it did this, and then I, and now I can look back and say it was the best thing I ever mm -hmm, did, mm -hmm. right? And that's why that's got nothing to yeah. do with feature function yeah. or anything. It's got everything about the customer telling their story yeah. in a biography. Yeah, um, and sense. somewhere in that biography, then I believe needs to needs to be what are the what were the frust what were the circumstances, circumstances. that I was most frustrated Correct. with? Yes. You know, I couldn't do this, and I tried to do this, and it didn't work, and I was spending way too much money yes. on Z, and you, that has to be in there. And that I think I like the biography because it forces you to look at it through. You their have eyes. to. Yeah, you can't put anything. And if you catch them, because they'll do this, if you catch them saying, uh, boy, the first time I got that that tool in my hands, I knew it was fit like yeah. a glove. Like, come on. Exactly. That, you know, careful <laughs> with that. Yeah. Do they really, you know, is that they really care about them? I mean, they might. Um, just you yeah. test them on that. Well, test yourself. So. I think I think the lesson in, yes. the, in these two things is look at your own process and say, when I'm communicating my messages, are they through the buyer's eyes? Yes. Are, are they, or are they through my eyes with a little tweaking for, uh, so I, I think that's a good. We might want to do another. It's a really, episode really good on that. exercise. Good. Yeah, good. how to speak through the buyer's eyes and see the world through the buyer's eyes. Yeah. So, okay. okay, that does it for today's episode. If you've not downloaded a free copy of the Ultimate Pregame Audio Program, go do that right now. Just go to ultimatepregame.com to find that. As we said earlier, we are on the road. Send us an email if you want us to come to speak to your sales meeting, sales team, sales retreat, national sales meeting, whatever it is. Email to listener at advancedsellingpodcast.com with come see us in the subject line. And uh, if you've not already done so, go download the app at the iTunes store, Android store, wherever. We've got a, a great app. It's a great way to digest the podcast. Just go uh, download that, the Advanced Selling Podcast app. That's it. We'll see you next time for the latest episode of the Advanced Selling Podcast.